I'm Tom King with this WSAU Web Update. National security and conflicts overseas being looked at closely by Congress. We get an update on that from Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Four U.S. companies will answer to accusations that their microchips have been found in a variety of Russian military equipment. Senator Richard Blumenthal's office says advanced micro devices, analog devices, Intel, and Texas instruments are among those who have allegedly increased exports to countries, quote, that have been identified as potentially being used by Russia to evade U.S. export controls. Another hearing will look at security issues in Yemen and the Red Sea, where attacks from the Iranian-backed Houthi militants have put multiple ships in danger. The U.S. and Britain have issued strikes to counter Houthi aggression. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. President Biden says he's hopeful there will be a ceasefire in Gaza by next week. Speaking to reporters Monday, he said that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells him that it's close but not done yet. Sullivan said on Sunday he was hopeful an agreement would take place in the next few days after representatives of Israel, the U.S., Egypt, and Qatar met in Paris recently. Primary polls open today for Michigan state-run presidential primary. As Jeff Manasso reports... It's a straightforward vote for Democrats, though results for the GOP primary in Michigan will determine how 16 of the state's 55 RNC delegates will be awarded. The other 39 will be decided Saturday at a state party convention. That after Michigan Democrats signed off on the Biden administration's preferred earlier primary date in February, which violated RNC rules. Former President Donald Trump leads the GOP contest by double digits with a potential problem for President Biden. A large group of Arab Americans in Michigan are urging Democrats to cast primary ballots as uncommitted in protest of the president and his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. Two states' social media laws meant to protect more conservative speech went before the Supreme Court on Monday. Jessica Rosenthal has more. Florida and Texas laws would require social media companies to stop removing content or people based on largely viewpoint. While justices had varying issues with the laws, Justice Samuel Alito asked the social media company's attorney, Paul Clement, to define content moderation. Is it anything more than a euphemism for censorship? But Clement argued content moderation policies allow them to keep pretty bad things off their sites. In some cases, it is terrorist material. In other cases, it's kids that are telling other kids, hey, you should do this Tide Pod challenge. In some cases, it's kids that are encouraging other kids to commit suicide. Chief Justice John Roberts wondered if state government was infringing on the First Amendment with rules requiring social media companies to carry certain speech. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A leading do-it-yourself firearms company will no longer sell or distribute firearms parts to another state. Evan Brown has that report. One of the largest manufacturers of plastic-based firearm parts like receivers is agreeing to no longer sell to customers in the state of Maryland. That's part of an agreement reached between the city of Baltimore and the company known as Polymer 80. The city sued Polymer 80 two years ago, saying their firearms components were untraceable due to not being imprinted with serial numbers and leading to increased violence, especially among minors, they claimed. Suing them as part of the city's actions against what they call ghost guns. Eben Brown, Fox News. A Wisconsin Rapids man accused of attempted homicide is now competent to stand trial. That's according to a new evaluation by a mental health professional as Tommy Ersman was in a Wood County courtroom on Monday where he agreed that he is ready to aid in his defense as he faces charges of attempted homicide and strangulation or suffocation in a domestic abuse setting. The 66-year-old was found incompetent for trial last fall, putting the court case on hold. Though at the time, doctors said he would be competent within a year. 
A scheduling conference was set for April 1st. Ersman has pled not guilty to the charges and faces up to life in prison if found guilty. I'm Tom Schumacher, WSAU. Governor Evers continued his Year of the Worker tour at Colby Window and Door in Wausau yesterday. Evers credits the company with getting creative to solve issues like child care and health care. Giving them uh, places and also, frankly, uh, they, they work an early shift and making sure that that coincides with uh, the child care workers, child care system around here. He says child care is one of the big issues facing Wisconsin employers, but it's not the only one. I think it's all part of it, and we just... We, we have to take it as a whole um, and not just say, well, we've got this one done, you know, things are going to be perfect. Two people are now formally charged in the disappearance of that little boy in Two Rivers. We get more on that from Stephen Devine. 31-year-old Katrina Bauer and 39-year-old Jesse Vang appeared in a Manitowoc County judge's courtroom. Vang's been charged with child neglect. Bauer's been charged with child neglect as a party to a crime in the case of three-year-old Elijah Vu, who's been missing since last Tuesday. During their bail setting, District Attorney Jackie Labrie last week said that Bauer sent Elijah to Vang's apartment for disciplinary purposes. The search for Elijah has expanded to the Wisconsin Dells area where he was living with Bauer, who's the boy's mother. A Cronenwater trustee is in jail after failing to make child support payments. According to online records, 47-year-old Sean Dumais is in the Marathon County Jail awaiting transport to another county. He was arrested Saturday. His bond is set at $5,270. Last November, he was found in contempt of court in Washington County for willful failure to make child support payments. He was sentenced to 60 days in jail, but that sentence was stayed provided he made regular and full timely payments. A teen who didn't have a driver's license took her mom's car without permission and then crashed it while driving over 100 miles an hour in Green Bay, killing passenger Cruz Beltran back in October of 2022, was convicted Monday. 16-year-old Sienna Pacor pleaded guilty to second-degree reckless homicide. An Appleton jury convicted Eric Rogers Sr. for the murder of Eric Hudson at a known drug house. He'll be sentenced May 10th. The attorneys for a teen convicted of attacking a woman on a De Pere trail reiterated their argument the DNA sample used to tie him to the scene was gathered illegally. According to a brief filed last Friday, 19-year-old Miles Cruz pleaded no contest to four counts connected with the 2021 attack. Also, the Wausau City Council will be meeting tonight. Should Wausau disband the Wausau Waterworks Commission in favor of a committee made up of elected alders? Mike Leishner has more. That's the discussion tonight at City Hall, where both the appointed commissioners and city council will meet to discuss a memo from Mayor Katie Rosenberg. In it, she outlines a handful of possibilities change the makeup of the commission to include more elected officials, or disband it altogether in favor of a committee of the council that focuses on water. In the memo, Rosenberg suggests three formats used in other communities, including a water utility and public works committee, a water and environment committee, or a straight utility committee. See the memo for yourself on today's newsroom blog at WSAU.com. We'll have more on this story later tonight as well. Mike Leishner, WSAU News. And that's a look at news. I'm Tom King, Central Wisconsin's only local news station, WSAU.